Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. And we're on a journey to improve our marriage, our family, our faith, our fitness, well, just about everything. Along the way, we might accidentally give a tiny bit of solid advice, so join us as we chat each week. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back. We're so excited that you're joining us on another episode of the Fools in Love Podcast. Today we're going to be talking all about how to support your partner's personal growth. And as we found, sometimes supporting your partner's personal growth journey may be really easy or you might find that it's something that might be quite difficult. And it really all depends on your attitude towards personal growth and your willingness to support your significant other regardless of what sacrifices you may have to make because of it. Well said. So for both of us, our personal growth journey started actually more with the physical fitness aspect of it than anything else. We didn't start out with any sort of, you know, life goal that was big and crazy. We just started because actually I started to run. And we've talked about this before, of course, but if you haven't heard it, the running was really the impetus for the whole entire personal growth journey. After Brandon was watching me run, he started running. And from there, we completed a half marathon back in November, and everything just kind of started to run from there. We started asking bigger questions. We started moving more towards other things, not just fitness, and here we are today. Sorry, I was just I was just pulling up my dictionary on my phone to look up what impetus impetus means. I can't I even I, say it. I hope I use the word right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just sorry. I got I got confused because I was looking Yikes. that up. So, <laughs> but yeah, Meg's right. I mean, really, it all started with her and her fitness journey, and then from there, really, I just watched her from for a long time, and I saw what she was doing every day. I admired what she was doing, but it didn't necessarily move me to do anything right away. And then I just decided to lace up my own shoes and go out and attack fitness. And really, that did lead to bigger questions. They were questions that I was probably already asking, but really just once I started going out and attacking the whole fitness side of it, it really opened me up to big questions like, why am I here? You know, what, what am I doing? What, what, what is basically, what are my goals? What is my mission? Because we really were living life in a really monotonous way. At least for me personally, I felt like every day became a week, became a month, became a year and nothing was really changing. And it's because I wasn't really changing. So the idea that I could change my fitness and it would then open myself up to a whole new world was brand new to me and it was really exciting and it really leveraged us into this place where we are today. Yep. And along the way, we've learned that personal growth can be made so much easier with the support of a partner or a friend or anyone willing to cheer you on. Thankfully for us, we have each other and it's been super fun to encourage and just be each other's cheerleader along the way. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the things for us too that we get a lot of questions about because it's something that like Meg said, we are thankful that we have each other, but a lot of times people ask us questions like, "Well, how do you support your partner? Like, what do I need to do?" Because I think we're all looking for like this instruction manual in life of like, "What are the practical steps I can take to make that happen?" And that's ultimately what led to us talking on this podcast episode because we want to answer those questions for you. We want to get into all of it 
and you know, go from there. So here's some ways that we've cheered each other on, kept each other motivated, and pulled each other up when we were feeling a little bit down. Yeah, the, the first one we're getting to is just giving your partner the time and the space they need to actually get it done. I mean, it sounds really simple, but if you're trying to give them time to experience their personal growth and maybe have some thoughts on their own and figure out what they want to do, they're probably going to need some time to wrap their mind around that. And a lot of times that'll take some sacrifice on the other partner's end. Like for us, we have two kids. We have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. So for me or Megan to make a decision that we're going to need some time, some personal time away from the kids, away from each other to look into what we need to do personally and make goals and experience life, it, it takes sacrifice for the other partner to make that happen because it's just it's just not always very easy to do. Yep. And another thing I'll add to that is that it might even take time once you are giving the time and space to actually do this guilt-free on both ends. So you might need to learn how to be giving that time and space without feeling resentful. And you might also need to, when when you're the one being, when you're the one taking the time, learning to just be okay with that. Like you're not missing out on anything that your family's doing and you're not being a bad spouse by, you know, sticking the other person with the kids or whatever the case may be. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I just have to laugh because when you think about the idea of personal growth, just going back to what we were saying before, it's really hard to have personal growth without any personal time. Right. And that's always how we always ha- tried to do it. We're like, we're always together. For those of you who don't know, me and Megan work together on basically all of our projects and we work a day job together. And then when we're not together, we're with our kids. And so to have that time, like the idea of personal growth is great, but you need to actually have that time. And like Meg was saying, you got to learn to do that guilt-free. Like not only guilt-free on your end because you're the one out experiencing the mommy or daddy guilt or you're the one out experiencing it, but actually guilt-free towards your partner. Like you can't ask your partner or tell them or want to encourage them on their personal growth and then be judging them or being mad at them for going out and actually trying to take that on. And I think it's really easy to say, but it's very difficult to put into practice to say you're going to give them the time and you're going to do that guilt-free. I mean, it's real easy to say that I'm going to give Megan this time to go for a run, for example, or to go work on something for her blog. You know what isn't easy? When the kids are having a really rough day or we have some unplanned, stressful things happening in our life and it becomes a lot harder to give that time than I promised, but you got to be able to do it anyway. And that's why we're saying you got to work toward that and get to that place. And I think we're still learning right now, too. I mean, there are definitely days where I think we would both agree that it's probably not the easiest day for the other person to go run or go take some time. But we almost have to just say, I'm okay. I know I'm, I'm acting a little bit frazzled right now, but I'm okay. This will be okay. Everyone is going to survive this. Please just go and do your thing. Yeah, that's totally right. I mean, you got to give your partner the nudge. And me and Megan do that all the time. We'll be like, it will be crazy. Like our house will be chaos. And I'll be like, you just need to go. You just need to go. I got it. We'll figure it out. We'll be okay. Go out for your run. Because I promise you, it would be a lot easier to not go for the run. 
And sometimes to, I even offer not to go. I'm like, are you sure? I can just stay. Yeah, to not go for your run at all, to put down the book if you're trying to read a book, to put down the computer if you're trying to do some work in the time. It's it's a lot easier, and especially when you do a lot of work like me and Megan do out of our home, that's that's the environment we're living in. So it's really easy to put that stuff aside, but it's also important that if you do have that time and you have promised that time to your partner, you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to say, you know what? It, it, it is hard. It might be hard in this moment, but we promise this time to you, you know, go do it. Go forth. <laughs> Preach. The other thing that we've tried to really incorporate into being supportive of each other's personal growth is just buying small tokens of support. This can mean anything from actually buying it or just allowing the purchase of something. For instance, Brandon will tell you very easily that he spends some money on books, but they're all personal growth books. He does book love and gets all kinds of good uh, deals on those, but he does spend a little bit of money on it because he is trying to read a hundred books in a year and he's trying to learn as much as he possibly can through that. So by me just either buying him a book which doesn't happen usually because he's picking them out or just saying yeah please do please go buy all these 13 books that you've just mentioned that you love those kind of things can really show support like yes I support this and and I'm going to back that by financially whether it's a three dollar ebook or whether it's twenty dollars of whatever I think just giving that freedom to there is a little bit of a good sign that you're you're supportive and and you want them to grow yeah, and I actually remember that when I talked to Megan initially about wanting to take on this goal of reading 100 books this year, she came she came by in full support. She said, okay, I'm with you on this. Don't ever feel guilty about needing to buy a book or if you want to buy one, you know, don't buy the dollar ebook. If you want the $20 book, you know, you can buy the book. But a lot of times it's just a small token to show the, the partner that you care. And we do this a lot. Like for me, it's funny when I think about uh, one of the small tokens we are are one of the things that I really wanted to do once we were getting serious about working out is I wanted to go out and get some of the rocks and no, this is not a promo, but I wanted to get some of the rocks under armor gear to go out and run. And just mentally as a side note, it makes a huge difference if you commit to it and you commit to yourself that you want to look the part because looking the part mentally sets you up well mm, yes it does <laughs> you know i i told meg that i wanted to get some of this stuff so we went on and we didn't go crazy but we bought a handful of stuff from the rock and we got it we got it ordered and it came and sometimes you got to be willing to do those small little things and it doesn't have to be a lot of money but i'm going to tell you right now mentally the first night i wore that rock shirt Man, I had the best run I've had in a very long time because it's all about just like feeling the part. And it's those small little things that will make all the difference. And it sounds silly, I know, but it does make a huge difference. And like Megan was saying, by doing these small things, we're really showing not only ourselves, but everyone else that we're serious about what we're doing. And for your partner, you're showing them that you support what they're doing. And it doesn't take a lot of money to do these small tokens and it makes all the difference. And one thing I did for you recently that I was just thinking of is I bought you the start today journal and I know you had mentioned like they can be small and the start today journal might be kind of a splurge. It is a little expensive just for it being a journal, but you can buy 
very similar things on Amazon. Don't worry, I've checked for a lot cheaper. Or you could do like some sort of notebook idea where you're buying just a cheap composition notebook and maybe decorating it for them or writing a love note inside on the first page and handing it to them so that they can start to record their dreams and record their goals right there. That's just another little thing I was thinking of as you were talking. Yeah, you're right. And we always talk about setting ourselves up for success. And in order to do that, you have to take steps to show yourself and to show your partner through the support in the world that you're ready to just go out and attack it. And I know for some of you, you'll say that money is tight, but just like Megan was saying, it doesn't have to be big things. Like we're talking about the rock, uh, a tire from the rock, or we're talking about a start today journal, or we're talking about a $20 book. Maybe that's not the place you're in, but get creative. It doesn't take much for these small tokens. There was times where long before me and Megan had any money, like when we were first married, me and Megan got married in our early 20s. There were plenty of times where we did very small little things that still made a huge difference because you know it's coming from the heart. Yep. I mean, this has nothing to do with anything now because a candy bar is certainly not the way to show your support in a fitness sense. But even just little tiny, you know, 50 cent tokens can sometimes be a good thing. Like just for any reason, for anything, if Brandon shows up with just a little candy bar or something, I know that he was thinking of me. It's the same idea for the personal growth space. Any any amount of money, any note, anything is still going to show, hey, I'm thinking of you and hey, I'm supporting you. Yeah, folks. And it does take effort. I'm going to tell you right now, it takes effort. There are times where I will be sitting here and it comes to my mind that, you know, whether it's through looking on Amazon, whether it's through like seeing something through online or through an email where I have to think about Meg and I have to consciously make the decision that I'm going to do something. Recently, I got Meg a Mother's Day book that was like in line with the personal growth. Meg could probably tell you the title. I don't even remember the title anymore, but I saw it as I was out at the store and I bought it for her. And it's just those little things to show your partner that you're thinking about them. And it goes such a long way when that's reciprocated too, because it just makes all the difference to let them know that you care. Slay like a mother is actually what it's called. I cannot yes. remember her name. It's Catherine or Kathleen something. Starts with a W. The other thing too is just asking how you can help. I think sometimes all you need to do really is just be able to check in with the other person, see how they're doing on their journey, and ask them if there's anything you could do to help with that or to talk with them about it. Again, these things seem so simple, but it's so easy to take your partner for granted and not ask them for help and not want to because we're all selfish beings. I hate to say it. I am. Megan is. We all are. That's how we're built. It's a lot easier for me to see that something's off and just not ask because then I don't have to get into it. I don't have to hear the story, but that that, that doesn't help. It doesn't help you and it doesn't help your partner and it doesn't help your relationship. Yeah. And sharing if I'm in a rut or sharing if I feel unmotivated can really be helpful for me because then you're giving me some sort of advice, some sort of pick me up, just a way for me to get back on track and not just keeping it in. So whenever you're asking me how you can help, I'm trying to remember to take those opportunities to actually answer the question, not brush you off and let you help me. Yeah, this can look a couple different ways too, by the way. Uh, For some of you, you might work different shifts. It might be harder for you to sit down. So you might need to plan a time to actually sit down and have this discussion. One of the things me and Megan have seen through our lives together is 
they just kind of come spontaneously and you just got to be open to these conversations when they start to happen. And it's, it's funny because a lot of times with these check-ins, it's, it's like, Megan might just see that I'm off and, and I might not even really know like what it is, but just her offering and opening up and saying, Hey, is there, is everything all right? Is, is there anything you want to talk about? You know, you seem a little off today, whatever it is, it just opens it up to that. She's there. She's got an ear and she's ready to listen if I need to. Now that doesn't always lead to something and it doesn't always lead to a conversation, but I know that it's open and it's there and it's available. And that's the most important thing. And speaking of asking how you can help, you can also just sometimes model good behavior. Like if one of us kind of falls off on the wagon of eating correctly, then to help the other person get back up, you can just start doing that thing. So if one of us isn't eating well and the other one just decides, Hey, the other person's struggling, I'm going to be the one to initiate this instead of being the person who just, kind of goes along with the status quo and won't take that initial step to get both of you back up. If one of you is feeling stronger, then you be the one to initiate it. And that can be another good way to help someone. Yeah. We, we always joke about how serious we are about having the difficult conversations. Like me and Megan are very, very transparent and we have learned over the years that that's the best way for us to, to do things because it doesn't leave things to question. Like if something's wrong, we ask and we always are willing to open up and talk about it. But even with that, even with us being all serious about these difficult conversations, it's still important to have these check-ins because this is a constant thing. This will not go away. Like you are two people living in this world. It's always going to come up and you're always going to need to have your hand on the pulse of your relationship. And these mini check-ins are the easiest way to help that to happen. And also, I want to add that if your partner isn't the one that's supporting you through your personal growth, you can have a million different other people do this for you and help you through this. There can be a parent, a friend, a spouse, a sibling, anyone. It doesn't just have to only be limited to the person that you're living with. It can be so many different people. So don't feel ever like if your partner's not the one supporting you, because I know that not everyone is in the same place where we are that both people are equally into the personal growth thing. Don't feel like that's limiting you. There are people out there who will be that person for you. Yeah, I love that advice. It's always important to seek people who can be supportive of you. Like Meg said, whether that's a friend or a family member, someone who can hold you accountable and just lift you up and give you encouraging words makes all the difference. And that really leads us to our next point. You should be your partner's number one fan. Now, there's no right way to do this one, but it can be anything. It could be a shout out on social. It could be a note. It could be an email that you write randomly. Just little words of affirmation any day or time just to say how proud you are of them. Yeah, one of our ways, and I know we've said this before, so forgive us, but our favorite way is just texting support to the other person, especially while they're out on a run, but even other things like if one of us has to be at a meeting or there's something strange going on that's a little out of our normal you know area of what we're comfortable with just shooting that little love note is a really good way to show that you're supporting them that you're their number one fan and that you love them yeah we do this a lot on our runs like when we me and Megan are both runners so when we're out running it's not rare for me to get a text from Megan just saying keep it up you know keep going and it's one of those things where you just know that she's there and she cares. 
like getting those texts is amazing. It's amazing, especially on our longer runs, to have your have your phone buzz and you know that someone else is thinking about you and you're not just out there on your own. Another thing I like to do is sneak notes into the fridge for you. And I just write a little love note on a note card, prop it up against the half and half where I know you'll see it when you come out to do your coffee and mine. And uh, just give you some morning encouragement. Yeah, you heard that right, folks. It's the fridge. I mean, Megan knows me. And again, part of this is knowing your partner and studying them. But Megan knows that when I get up in the morning, I get up at 4 a.m., I come out and I make my coffee and then I'm going to go into the fridge and get my creamer. And so from time to time, like Meg said, I have a little note in there and it's waiting for me. It's encouraging me. Sometimes it's supporting me. Sometimes it's just letting me know that I'm loved. And it's just so simple. Like you don't have to have some huge grand gesture. I think we all think that you need this huge, big thing to make a difference, but don't overthink it. Don't be anxious about it. Just do it. Just do it. I mean, think about what you like. How do you like to be surprised? How do you like to be supported? What are some small things that you like when the days are hard? Do those things for your partner. It's 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 really easy to do. I always talk about studying your partner and knowing what they love. For example, I know that if Meg is and by the way, we're going on 16 years of being together. And throughout that time, it hasn't been difficult to figure out what she loves and what she doesn't love. And so you got to pay attention. So I know that if Megan's having an extremely difficult day, I could surprise her with a Starbucks Frappuccino and it might just turn that frown upside down. Yep. And sometimes we'll even use it as a celebratory thing too. Like if one of us has met a personal goal or anything, we'll we'll do coffee dates or some sort of little treat that we usually wouldn't do that just makes it feel a little special. Yeah, and all this does take effort, guys. It does. But name something in life that's worth it that doesn't take any effort. The other thing we want to mention is that we share successes and resources. And that's a really great way to support your partner in their personal growth journey too. When we're accomplishing our goals or working to improve ourselves in our life, it's a really big deal. But you might do all this and no one seems to give quite frankly, a crap about the changes you're making and how much happier you seem. But the one person who should care, that's right, it's your partner. When Brandon has a super fast run, he comes home and tells me first thing because he knows that I get it. And I'll be the one to understand the importance and the significance of any success on the journey we're on, whether that's running or anything. He wants to share with me because he knows that I'm right there with him. Right. And and we do this on our podcast, frankly. If we have an episode that does great, we're congratulating each other on a job well done. And as far as resources go, if, if I read any good book or if we listen to a good podcast or read a good article or we find someone's cool social media account or we read a good devotional, whatever it is, we share those things with each other. We want to help each other, encourage each other, build each other up. And when the journey is easy and even when it's tough, you got to share in the in the big and small victories and also be helpful in the defeats. Yeah, we we really do love sharing all those things together. And Brandon actually will be like, there's this book I just read. I really want you to read it. I know you haven't been reading much, but please go read this one and I'll begrudgingly go read it. And it does. They're good books. He's not lying. Yeah, just to give an example, like Megan just celebrated her one year anniversary of her blog. 
thisaveragemom.com. There's your plug. But it is, I, I was so proud of her because I know how much hard work and dedication and countless nights it took for her to pursue this dream of having this blog. So I gave her a shout out on social and I told her personally how proud I was of her. And it's just those things that you have to be willing to make the effort, guys. It's really easy to do, but it's also really easy not to do. Also, don't judge if you're in different places. So there's going to be times, and it's probably quite common, where you aren't 100% matched in your commitment level to the personal growth. So there might be temptation to judge where your spouse is at. Just don't do it. Whether they're all in or barely dip their toes in, remember that you want to support them and help them, not find fault in them, not find the ways that they're falling short or they're too far ahead or whatever you think they are. One of you is not better or worse. You're just in different places. So be mindful of that and enjoy being able to share your experiences rather than trying to compete or tear each other down. Amen to that, sister. In my experience, life always happens in seasons. So what does this mean? This means that many times you and your partner won't be in the same place. And the best thing you can do is just what Megan said, is to support one another. Talk about everything. Don't take each other for granted. Again, Look at how you're motivated. Are you motivated by someone encouraging you and modeling positive behavior? Or are you motivated by someone yelling at you, nagging at you, and bringing you down? That's kind of funny that you said that because this morning we were at Maverick's doctor's appointment and mentioning he's two. He just turned two, so he had his two-year well check. And I mentioned that he's starting daycare soon, and I was kind of afraid about him biting a kid at school maybe. And... uh She was talking about how, you know, kids, two-year-olds, toddlers, and even older people like us are exactly that. We are motivated by encouragement and, you know, reinforcing good behavior, not being yelled at. And it's just funny that you were saying that because it just made me think of how the doctor was saying we're basically all (laughs) two-year-olds. Yeah, but it's totally right. I mean, positivity is key. And for us, as we talked about, me watching... Megan's positive behavior and her modeling, her going out and running, it changed everything for me. And by the way, it didn't happen overnight. So don't expect your partner to change overnight either. It took a long time. It was months of time where I watched Megan and I saw what she was doing. And yeah, it did stir something in me, but it took me a lot of time to make that change and to make that effort. But Again, it it isn't going to always happen overnight. So just keep with it. Keep modeling that behavior for your partner. Keep the positivity going and keep being there for them. And thankfully, I was wise enough to not be judging you during that time and not being like, wow, he is a lazy sloth. Why doesn't he do anything? (laughs) (laughs) And instead, I just kept doing my thing and eventually you caught up. Yeah, I mean, all of what it comes down to is being there for your partner understanding where they're coming from, being a support for them, not someone who's going to tear them down, but someone who's going to lift them up. You want to be their number one fan. You don't want to judge them and everything they're doing. You want to do those little small tokens of appreciation and gratitude, the small note, the little text. Like, What are the things that you would like to bring you up and lift you up and encourage you? Do that for your partner. It makes all the difference in the world. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another show of Fools in Love podcast. 
If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us over on Facebook at Fools and Love Podcast or hit us up on Instagram. Megan's at This Average Mom and I'm at Brandon Giggling. We'd love to hear from you over there. Talk soon.